Today I want to take a closer look at your favorite semiconductor company, obviously Intel. The company has had a presentation yesterday and is doing one right now where they are showcasing a lot of new products. So in today's episode, I want to take a closer look at those products and why I believe it's overall great for the semiconductor industry. So we can see Intel right now, it is up green. It's been pretty crazy. I haven't seen green in a while, but we can see the stock is currently sitting at $27 at the moment. And it's very, very close to its 52 week low of $27 six dollars and sixty cents current market cap of 110 billion dollars nearly 100 billion dollars for a semiconductor giant i do want to say things are getting interesting but i do want to say things are still early let me know in the comments below are you bullish right now on intel with this current market cap or do you believe this is still going to be one that will continue to fall a lot more well let's get started with today's episode i do want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now so for those that are not familiar between september 27th and september 28th intel is hosting intel innovation 2022 so yesterday in day one they showcased or reveal more information on some of their upcoming products for example they did announce a new consumer processor which i talked a little bit about in previous videos but i will do a little bit more on today's episode and more importantly the one that excites me the most is they did announce more information on their graphics products and i think that's very important because i enjoy competition even though their products might not be top tier it does force companies like amd to continue to innovate and not kind of play it safe because if you play it safe and don't really focus on research and development then you are going to have that intel story where amd was able to catch up and now they do seem to be one of the strong leaders so first i just want to show the overall revenue dependency of these products we can see client computing group which deals with a lot of the kind of consumer processors that go on laptops on desktops this makes up a roughly 7.7 billion of most recent quarterly revenue and it's over 50 percent of intel's total revenue so it's a very very important market the other one we're going to take a closer look at is one that they call it in their emerging business segment and that is accelerated computing systems and graphics group this is very small in their most recent quarter only 186 million dollars of total revenue but i do expect this to grow dramatically in the upcoming quarters so first intel released their 13th generation cpu processors raptor lake and they're going to start off with just three models based on the kind of performance that they shared again a lot of the performance that they share are very fine-tuned and they are the ones that pick it so it are cherry picked um so it, it, it's important to tend to take that information with a grain of salt but with that information it does seem like the 13th generation intel cpu processors are going to be somewhat competitive to what amd recently released next i actually want to take a closer look at their graphics market but if you are enjoying the episode make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience if you want to support a little bit more make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com jose finally if you want to learn more about the semiconductor market i am starting a newsletter make sure to follow the link is down below so intel actually announced information on three graphics card products so first this one for the gaming market and this is just for your typical consumer world and that is the intel arc a770 gpu it's going to be available october 12th with the starting price point of 329 dollars and intel here is playing i want to say a safe game first they're trying to enter more the lower price tier point i do want to say when it comes to high performance and high cost nvidia and amd might have intel b so intel is trying to kind of do 
much what AMD did with their Ryzen, the 1000 series, is start off with the lower tier price point to kind of get into the entry level. And then as future generations kind of improve, they'll be able to kind of hit other markets. I do want to say Intel did come up late with these products. They were expected to be released in the summer of this year, almost a whole quarter behind. Uh, and I do believe that was even delayed originally as well. Um, but it is going to be important, especially with the overall kind of graphics market right now, uh, where there are still high price point cards. So what's going to be important is how the performance of these cards do and how they match up with certain cards that are around that price point. Based on internal benchmarks that obviously Intel has shown, it does seem like these cards are going to be strong for that price point. But again, we're going to have to see more of external reviews once they come out in a few weeks. The other GPUs that they announced are ones that have been previously announced, but I just want to talk a little bit more about them. They did share a little bit more information, and that is Intel Data Center GPU, the Flex Design. So these data centers GPUs are hitting a specific niche. And again, this is where Intel is trying to do. They're trying to produce new products, but they're trying to become a product owner in one specific market. And I guess eventually once they improve their technology, they'll be able to hit other markets. So for example, the data center GPU flex series and very, very creative name, if I may say so, it's one that's going to help out more in the visual aspects of data center companies, companies that deal with media processing and delivering. So that's a lot of video streaming companies on cloud gaming. Another one that deals a lot with video streaming, AI visual inference, virtual desktop infrastructure. So they're trying to to hit that specific niche this gpu flex comes in two flavors the 140 and the 170 one is lower power right and it depends on just your overall workload and what you need here intel actually showcased some kind of benchmarks obviously remember this is intel cherry picking some products and some kind of testing but in the testing that they have performed the gpu flex 140 is outperforming nvidia's a10 so remember the gpu flex is trying to hit a specific niche and Intel believes its biggest competitor is NVIDIA's A10, which are kind of the single GPU solutions for data centers. Intel also has another data center GPU, and this is the one that's done for more computational power, for more high-performance computing. And this is one that competes against NVIDIA's A100, and in theory will compete with NVIDIA's H100, the Hopper series. So yesterday, Intel did announce that the data center GPU is already shipping to Aurora, which is going to be a supercomputer that's going to be built using Intel's fourth generation Xeon uh, CPU processor, which is Sapphire Rapids, the one that's competing with AMD's upcoming generation um, data center, and it is going to be using Intel's data center GPU solutions. I do want to say all this news is pretty good for Intel, but there, this company needs to show a lot more than just performance and stuff, right? The If we take a closer look at their gaming graphics cards for the consumer market, they've been delayed on that. The data center CPU, Sapphire Rapids, has also been delayed. Um, the kind of Ponte V GPU has also kind of had its own kind of weaknesses here and there. Uh, so Intel, even though they are innovating and creating new products, it's still a very kind of, say, bumpy ride for them. I want to say it's not impossible for Intel to turn things around. And if one is looking for more of a risky bet in the semiconductor company of, hey, a turnaround story, I do believe Intel has has the opportunity to be able to do that, to show that turnaround story. And in the future, if things do turn around, especially as they focus more into the manufacturing as well, this is a company that if it does well, can provide great returns to investors. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.